Hi, it's Paul Antonelli here. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. I'm really excited today to be talking about something that I just love. Um, it's something that um, uh, it's just one of the key uh, approaches to building a great business and having just what I would call crazy exchange. So when dealing with one of the, one of the um, criteria for an ideal business is the concept of exchange, which means that you just over deliver, deliver an abundance with your clients and everyone that you engage with. So this uh, this idea today or this approach to to building incredible exchange and really differentiating yourself in the marketplace is called a need and wants. Uh, where, where does it come from? What I found was, and I, I might give you a bit of history, when I started uh, ResiCert, this was uh, back in 2009, um, I didn't know a lot about building inspections, property inspections. That's what that business does, does property inspections. So I sort of got, got that business up and running within a month and realized that there wasn't much that I knew. So I caught up with a, um, uh, Ross, who was a friend of mine, a real estate agent that I bought and sold property through. Uh, and I sat down with him and, uh, I said, Ross, I'm sort of kicking off this business. He said to me, um, he asked me, he goes, well, what do you know about building inspections? And I said, very, very little, not much at all. And he laughed and I said, well, tell me, tell me what I need to know. And so in that, in the next hour or so that we chatted, he just gave me all the things because he deals with, uh, as he, because he buys, uh, works with clients who buy and sell property. He's dealing with lots of uh, property inspections and he has lots of information about things that go well, things that don't go well, things that frustrate him, all those sorts of things. So I walked out of there after that meeting after an hour and I had so much more knowledge that than I had when I started and I thought wow that's a that's an amazing process and it you know it gave me ideas around you know he said that pictures would be really useful in the reports uh, if they could get a copy of the report be really helpful um, things like you just want to have a section in the reports that make it clear what needs to be done you know no one ever rings them I mean a whole range of things that he pointed out so I worked out that was a really valuable because I guess what as business owners, what we often think is what we have to know. You know, we have to know what people want. We have to know what service to offer, how to frame it up. The reality is that we don't need to know that. The best way to, um, to reduce your risk and deliver a great exchange is to ask your clients or ask potential clients. They'll tell you. And so I did... Uh, this was at the startup phase of the business. I did over a hundred of these, uh, what I now call need and want interviews. I didn't know, I didn't have this as a system at that point. It's just something that came out of that process. And I look back on it later. And so when, after I'd done, I'd done so many of them that I could see repeating information, repeating data, repeating issues. And so I actually built up a really clear data set as to what was needed and wanted by the marketplace. It's very hard to have done that with clients who uh, who get a property inspection done because they would typically get one done every five or six or seven years, and so it wouldn't have been as useful. But getting it done, doing that sort of an approach with people who are dealing with it on a daily basis is really, really valuable. So once I had all that information, I basically used that to frame up our entire business model, our entire business model for ResiCert. 
So how we engage with people, how we structured the reports, the communication processes. So I, I went to work then looking at everything that were the pain points, what people liked, what was missing. Uh, and because I had enough data, I, I saw it as recurring and it was quite commonplace. And so then it meant I was able to go into the marketplace and not just do what everyone else was doing, actually do and offer something better than what everyone else was doing. And it was quite funny because when I was talking to many agents, um, a lot of them said I'm, I was the first person, first inspector that actually contacted them and asked them what they wanted or what they thought about the inspection stuff. And some of them had been in the industry for decades. So it's quite, it was quite a novel approach. It is still a novel approach. Not many people think to go and ask their clients. Uh, what I've done now with ResiCert is I've codified that process. Uh, it works so well that it's become a, a very successful action. So I've sort of codified it. We've got a whole system behind that and how it works. And all our franchisees in the business uh, will are required to do as part of their coming on board at least 20 to 25 of these need and want interviews. We've done thousands of these across the business over the many years that we've been in business and it's enabled us to um, to better understand the marketplace and how we can continually improve what we're doing. So need and want interviews are um, are a really powerful tool and if you're able to basically implement this process in your business. Now, you might be looking at, um, you might be sort of thinking about what what could you do better. Uh, you, you know, you could be in a situation where you think about kicking off a business. And so if you're, if you're thinking about kicking off a business or a new service or something that you haven't done before, then it's a great way to find out exactly, uh, really exactly what, is needed by the marketplace. And the idea behind this is it will reduce your risk, you know, because if you go out to the marketplace, you ask them and you can deliver that, it, it, it clearly reduces risk and it confirms for you that there is a demand for it. And it even tells you how to shape it up. How, to, how do you shape up the demand so that it really does touch the point? And so hopefully that gives you, you know, it is a become any clients that we work with, you know, invariably we always talk about, um, implementing this process in their business. So when you undertake this need and want, you know, I'm just going to sort of outline some key steps to doing this. Um, the first thing is that to, to consider and to keep in mind is that it, you're not, it's not a sales process. You know, it's very important. It is market research. And, and if you go out with the view of conducting genuine market research, you'll get some really, really good results and data from it. So firstly, um, the aim behind this is to build a data set. You know, you want to have, uh, if you're just going out and having, having random conversations with clients or past clients or potential clients, uh, it's not that useful. So it needs to be very structured with key questions and a format to it. Because in order to build a data set, you need to have uh, enough information relating to, you know, multiple answers. Um, so it needs to be a data set. If it's just a conversation, it's not that useful. Um, it should include a mix of questions with options. Some are free field answers. Uh, so a lot of them, the majority of the questions should be select or drop down or options. And then you can have free field ones to discuss. Those, but those just be aware that when you do free field answers to questions, they're harder to analyze. 
don't sell. So as much as um, we all want to do that, the the it really undermines the process. Do not share information about what you're planning or a new service you're looking at rolling out or I've kicked off my business and this is how I do this. When when I talk to franchisees about the process, they're not allowed to share information about what they do, their pricing, how their brochures. The only thing that they can do is uh, give the uh, the person they're interviewing a, a, a business card or their contact details. That's it. It's not a sales process. Um, if it comes up in conversation, then that's fine, but it's not a sales process. Don't include, as I said, any sales or promotional material. That's really, really important. And these are best done in person. Uh, so we've got a mechanism of uh, contacting people to undertake them, and these are best done in person. Um, so it's a short meeting. You know, you can do it in a video call, but ideally you build a little bit more uh, rapport with someone and it gives you the ability to collect that data and share the data. So ideally, it's something you could do in person. And if you, as, as I said, if you're starting a new business, you can do it with who might potentially be referring work to you or potential clients. Uh, if you've been in business, go back to your current clients and conduct some need and want interviews with them. You know, looking into, you know, what can you do better? So it's very important you frame up the questions uh, and map it out clearly. Uh, so that you can build this data set, but then it'll give you clues about what you can do better, what's not working that well, where the opportunities lie, uh, scope to provide more services. And when you when you engage, when you kick off at the process, make sure they're aware that you're doing this and why you're doing this uh, and that you, re- you really value their input and their thoughts so that you can improve your service to them. It... It makes you probably need a minimum number of interviews. You do need a minimum number of, of these need and wants. Uh, that's with franchisees. We talk about doing 20, 25. Many of them just keep doing this because it's such a valuable process. You know, you might decide that you want 50. Once you start seeing the data and not changing much, like the analysis of the data not changing much, you've probably collected enough information relating to it. Um, and, and it's all about really seeking to understand it it forces us to not talk it forces us to listen uh, and to go to our marketplace and our clients with an open mind which is incredibly valuable main and also think about different uh, groups of people uh, so for example um, with ResiCert, we had real estate agents who had specific needs uh, mortgage brokers uh, conveyances uh, builders and so you would actually have different sets potentially different sets of questions for these different groups because they they have different motivations or different reasons and some of the things that you might want to include um, and you're really trying to understand the market you might talk about um, the volume of the need for your product or service so what volume how many do you sell how many do you need how many do you provide um, how does it currently, how do they deal with that at the moment? Where do they get it from at the moment? Uh, pricing information. Uh, what's been their general experience and satisfaction levels with the product or the service? Good and bad. What do they like? What do they dislike about it? Any areas where they would suggest some improvements to make it better? Um, is there anything else in any other services they think might, would be valuable, you know, as part of it? Um, and so it's it's sort of I'm not sure I understand. And so it's all about um, 
collecting information that will provide some clarity for you in re- so that you can improve your business or work out which direction to go with your business. So I would really encourage you to look really closely at this need and want. We've got more information about how to go about this, but this is actually now an entire system and process. It's every time we sort of launch out into the market with a new product or a new service, this is a start point with it to help us really understand what the market wants and to make sure that we can deliver what they want and also reduces our risk you know, so that we're not just rolling out something that we've fallen in love with, but uh, no one actually actually wants it. So it should become a way of operating. And as you do this process, you can you can understand that with existing clients, it's really powerful because you're going out out to them and asking them what they want, what they need, what you could do better. Uh, with uh, and if you contact potential clients or potential prospects, and they say, "Oh no, no, I've I've already got someone that does that for me." You say that's fine. I'm not actually. Um, I'm not selling. I'm just trying to understand uh, how to better deliver our business and our services. And so, if you can catch up with them for a coffee for fifteen to twenty minutes, um, it's still useful because there's no pressure to sell, and you are doing no selling. You'll find that uh, my experience has been people, successful people, like helping other people, and so other business owners as well because they relate to them. So once you've undertaken this process, you'll have an incredible data set that will give you an advantage over your competitors and what's taking place in the market. And the idea behind this is you you really do want to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. You want to do it differently. You want to look at how you can um, provide a framework or a process or a product that no one else is doing. And instead of, you know, you don't need to go and engage agencies and lots of people and resources and consultants. I mean, the easiest way to do this is is to ask your clients or ask your potential marketplace, even through questionnaires. And we we do this uh, when we work with clients who are looking at franchising their business. We effectively do this in an online format where we create a questionnaire for potential people who might. And we don't tell them what we're doing. We're just look, saying that we're looking at improving um for example, we're working with law firm. We're saying we're looking at improving the life of lawyers and looking at alternative approaches to how that could work. And then we ask them a bunch of questions that uh, give us clarity on where the pain points are for them. And if our business model is actually going to satisfy their needs and is going to, is going to meet a need or demand that's in the marketplace. So it's a, it's an, inc- it's very simple. It's a simple uh, process. Uh, incredibly powerful. It can uh, it can help you really distinguish yourself in the marketplace, give you a, a competitive edge, and instead of following what everyone else is doing, enable you to create your own unique business model. And that'll take you closer th- to your ideal business model because this process, the need and wants, has an impact on risk and also has an impact on the criteria of exchange. So, look, I hope that's, uh, that was useful to you. We've got a lot of information about how to undertake and uh, implement these, which we're happy to share with you. Thanks for listening. Uh, look forward to catching up with you again and, uh, and all the best. Ciao for now.